to uh, a sounding line of a global search service to a pair located at 1914 Trade Hill Boulevard, San Jose, California, 95131-408-945-4439. Okay. Um, I'm uh, Apostle Dr. Baker, and the pastor here is Pastor Ron Jean Lee, and um, one of the ministers that you will follow here today is Minister Stuart Austin. There are many other ministers who are a ministry of uh, equipping leaders so that they can go forth and do what it is that God's called them to do. But one of the first things that he does is get you to get out of you. And, um, you know, so that you can learn to discern between good and evil. And that's good and evil in you. That's the first thing you got to understand. And incidents and things happen. You know, the adversary can start to work on you. I was in a meeting this past weekend with Love and Unity, and if you have Facebook or, I don't know, maybe on YouTube also, and maybe on our website, uh, Apostle Terry Espinoza did something on prayer yesterday. She taught on prayer yesterday, and it wasn't just teaching on prayer. I want you to understand something. It wasn't just teaching on prayer. What she did is she walked through it so that you could walk through and understand that this is a time for on your faith. And sometimes God says, I'll tell you how to dress to come to prayer. Many times what we want to do is to do it our way, and I'm not feeling like praying. I don't hardly ever feel like praying. You know, yeah, I wake up in the morning and Wow, I just feel like praying. Uh, I, I, I don't think so. My daughter calls me at 4.57 to 4.58. And she says, nothing. <laughs> so that's an encouragement right there. <laughs> My job, my job is to make sure that my vessel is filled. So all of you that did not see the Loving Unity thing, go on uh, Loving Unity's website. I don't know if it's uploaded on ours or not. It is. Okay, it's on, it's on, on Facebook. And um, uh, Apostle Terry Espinoza. And then after her came Apostle Dr. Baker Baker. And this was on Saturday. All the other, the men, the three people that were there, not men, okay, no male and female in the spirit realm, the three people that, the, 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 the three um, uh, sons of God that were before, the, the sons on, 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 um, on Friday disrupted. God did that. But then yesterday, he zipped it up in, in, in form, and then uh, he, closed, he closed it out. He closed it out with our subject that Leonora and... Um, um, Apostle Mary Tony and I are talking about. And I want to bring some of those things forth. But I want to let you know that you better realize your life is not your own. And we better stop walking in childish selfishness. Does that make any sense? Oh, yeah. See, it's all about me, me, me. I'm going to talk, open up briefly. I spoke yesterday on kingdom wealth. 
I finished or whatever it was, it was I started talking. Someone started talking about prosperity, and I said, "We're not talking about prosperity. Prosperity and wealth are two separate things. Prosperity is when you're meeting your own needs and have enough, more than enough, to give to others. Oh, that's great. But that's not where." Let's go to Deuteronomy 8. And welcome, sir. And welcome you on, on uh, Facebook Live or wherever you are coming from. I want to welcome all of you. And as you can probably tell, I'm really uh, astute with all of this stuff. But I, I um, okay, Deuteronomy 8, we're going forth at night five. Oh, we need to bring this this way. Right, this one. Ooh. I'm going to, uh, I want to open something up. Uh, not me, but the Spirit of God wants to open something up. Is there anyone in here besides me that wants to get rid of their, any religion that they have? And... Um, to start to just walk with God? Yeah. Okay. Well, a lot of the things and a lot of the stuff that we're doing are good things, but they're not what God is saying to do in this hour. We talk about awakenings. We talk about revivals. We talk about all of these things. Shocker, there is no awakening or no revival unless the city or the area has changed. Not just people in it. See, this is that noise. You get out in Jesus' name. Okay, listen to me and listen close. To, okay. I'm going to do what I, ha I asked them to do yesterday. Many of you have papers with writing or lines already on it. That's your mind. Okay? Y'all know I'm a doctor in psychology, right? You got all these dates, all these reasons. Your mind looks like this. Tell me I'm lying. That's what your mind looks. All right, and then Jesus tries to calm you by giving you some piano music and some other things, and, and you still, uh, 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 your head is going, and, and, and if you don't know all the notes, then your head is still going, and you're saying, yeah, but, yeah, but, you know, but you do this, really, I mean, it's just going, 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 am I right? You got to finally tune in, you know, or thinking about a steak or a, 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 a rib or something like that, you know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm asking you just to give a blank piece of paper. What does that mean? What that means is this. Is that wipe out everything that you think you know and then wait to receive what it is that I believe that God is giving us, that I know that God is releasing to us, and then go home and study it. I'm not asking you to take anything I say at face value. You understand what I'm saying? You go out and study the scriptures. You be like the Bereans. This is what 
But I challenged the apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers, and all of those yesterday. I challenged them a bit. Because you see, here's the thing, and I, and I mentioned this yesterday. Here it is, full of apostles, seasoned apostles, seasoned prophets, seasoned evangelists, pastors, and teachers. But you see, they're not, they, I was not, when, when, when Apostle AJ brought forth what he brought forth, I have to ask the Lord, God, raise me to that dimension, raise me and put me in that dimension so I can hear from where he is coming from, from where he is ministering from, because that is not where you have placed me. I don't have the revelation to walk it out as he does in that place, but put me there. See, this is line upon line, precept upon precept. Put me there, not so, so that I can follow, so that I can follow, so that I can follow. When, a, when, when Prophet Andrew came forth, God, please put me to where it is so that I can see eye to eye with what it is that you were saying through him. But what most of the time happens, and then when Apostle Cal came forth last night, I have to ask for the same thing. Why is that? Because what we do is we sit in our lowly places. I don't care what kind of office, what kind of degree, how many theological degrees you have, how long you've been in the spirit, how you, how you spiral up in the spirit, and how the angels take you in all these different directions and stuff. If you are not, if you, you know, I mean, I can just see it like this little whirlwind. Here I am, and the angels are taking me all these places, and I'm seeing all this stuff. That's how deception comes in. Because there's nothing to found you on. Okay, are you are you catching this? Okay, so here it is. I'm 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 doing this, and then Apostle Terry comes forth, and she brought things to you know she put she 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 did like um um um. Uh, this 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 guy that I used to watch a long time ago. Uh, uh, what was his name? Beard and all that right here. Uh, Dean Scott. How Dean Scott took flesh and blood on on, on the Bible for me a long time ago. I mean, I know a lot of people think he was weird, but you know they think sometimes the same thing about me. They're wrong, but that's okay. Anyway, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm just peculiar. But here it is. Is this? So I'm asking you. Ask the Lord, God, let me see this from this, this point where no, I have no preconceived notions. Because, see, your preconceived notions will keep you from where it is that he wants you to go. It'll stop you. It'll stop you from allowing, you, you know, this is, the, this is the reason that there are, are great chefs, I mean, good chefs and great chefs. A great chef will try many different combinations. This don't go together. This don't go together. Well, what's up, Washington? And then they come out with something, and then, wow, this cuisine, they broke through in this. Yeah, because they weren't scared. They were not afraid. And the Bible says that he has not given us a spirit of this kind of fear. But, whoa, I've given you power enough to read my word and let me bring you into the place that you are to be, to be able to understand this from here so that you can draw people. But here it is. People are trying to draw it back down. 
keep this down here on my level. No, you better bring your behind on up here and the rest of you too. Okay? But it can't come with that baggage. What happens most of the time is people is butt heavy. <laughs> yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Okay, all right. You know I don't, you know I don't, yeah. I, you know I try not to. That's what I'm saying. Okay, I'm trying to bring you up. Yeah, but your, 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 your butt is heavy. Yeah, but they didn't act like I wanted to. They didn't do this. They didn't do this. They didn't do this. You know, and then the they just keep you floating down. All right? So we're going to get rid of the butt they. How many with me? Yeah. Okay. All right. Deuteronomy 8. Okay. And I'm reading, excuse me, I'm reading out of the Messianic, I mean, the Supernatural Messianic Bible. It's not Supernatural Messianic, but it's Messianic. Okay. He says, you must, that word must, is not a, a, a suggestion. Am I right? Yeah. Carefully keep all these commandments. And these commandments are things that God has said, these are important to me. So why would not, I, why would not, well, we're not under commandments now. Well, why would I want to not keep, why would I not want to keep what it is that's important to God? And especially since he said he was the same yesterday, today, and forever, that he does not change. Do you, do you think that might be important? And you say, well, get to the point. No, I can't get to the point because you ain't there yet. You know, why would I want to go ahead? You know, this word, uh, 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 this commandment is mitzvah, right? Okay? And, 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 and it means the code of wisdom of God. So why would I not want to keep the code of wisdom of God? Wouldn't I be stuck on dumb? Huh? Yeah. So, okay, so listen to this. You must be careful to keep all the codes of wisdom of God. You got to be careful to do that. You get that, sir? You get that? Remember that because you don't have a word later. I know you got one in there. You're just sitting there. You're going to be able to release it. Okay. Anyway, I am commanding you. And in that, this is really interesting, okay? Uh, 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 in, in this, He's, he's, uh, 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 this, this is another word, okay? This word is sava, and it's to lay charge of, or to give charge, to appoint, to a command, to commission. I am commissioning you, okay, today, so that, woo, so that you may live. Now, that word live is not just breathe, all right? Uh, uh, I, I hope you will be ready when it's time for me to do what you have to do. Okay. So that you may live. And that word, live, is, uh, uh, anyway, it's a, it's a Hebrew word. Okay. To remain, to, remain, to remain alive and to continue to produce. Okay. I'm going to just lay this little groundwork right here. To continue to produce. Okay? I do not want you unproductive. Well, God, what's to keep me from being unproductive? 
I'm not unproductive. What do you think can keep you from being unproductive? How about your mind? How about your mentality? How about your selfishness? How about your game plan? How about your manipulation? Insecurity. Selfishness. That word selfishness just means self-full. I'm full of self. It's all about me. Ain't about nobody else. But it's all, all, all about me. Okay? So now, you can read the rest of the chapter, but now we're going to come down um, to, uh, okay, we're going to jump down to verse 12. Okay? Otherwise, God, I mean, you'll be able to read all the rest of it, okay? Um, he's letting you know here that man does not live by bread alone, but by all the words that come out of the mouth of God. And uh, verse 10, when you have eaten, because I've supplied all of this for you, and are full, then here it is what you shall do. You shall bless the Lord. Okay? You shall. That's not a request. That's you shall. And let me let you know something. Four or five places in the Bible. In uh, Chronicles, in uh, First Corinthians, ten uh, uh, is twice, and in Psalms, does the Lord say the earth is the Lord's and everything and everybody in it belongs to Him? Everything in the earth belongs to Him. The little bank accounts you think you got, okay? The little money you think you got. Oh, I'm so generous to this person. Get away from yourself. You ain't generous to nobody. You ain't got nothing to be generous with yet. Okay? I, I, I had to share this with, with, with somebody the other day. We had to, to look at this. No, this is about the kingdom. These eight, ten, twenty billion dollars that you're talking about, this is about the kingdom. You say you're going to do this for the kingdom? Well, this is what you better do. You say, how are you going to tell somebody something like that? And they got all these billions and stuff that they're talking about because they want my help. Why? Because I keep his commandments. See, I realized that, remember, what did I say, what, what did I say these commands were? They're what? Come on, say it out loud. It's a code of wisdom. Code of wisdom. So if this is a code of wisdom, I got the code, so I walk in his wisdom. And folks seek after it. They still don't seek after me. Having me talk to you when I listen to his total wisdom. And you will find out just how deep I am. <laughs> you, you understand? Okay. Now listen to this. And you shall bless the Lord your God for the good land, the good finances, the good anything which he has given you. He supplied it to you. Okay? Even those little children that you have, those beautiful children. I know y'all thought I was going to say all those ugly kids, right? 
to just get what you, you get. No, you came in for action. And she brought forth so great. It's a verb. The word ecclesia of the church is a verb. But then you're going to go out and not be equipped. And you're going to go out haggard. And you're going to get beat up. Why is that? Because your mind wasn't changed. Romans 12, remember? What does 12 1 say? Do not be conformed to the way that you've been thinking already. Do not be conformed to religion. Do not be conformed to the systems of this world. Religion is a system of this world. It's a man-made thing. You do know that, right? Okay? So do not be conformed to that. Because the adversary and everybody wants to get you, he wants to get you so far into the angels, he wants to get you worried, he wants to get you doing all of that stuff that you're not supposed to be doing, you're supposed to be following the trail, and when he says it's time to intercede with me, we intercede with him. The battle's already won. He says, I've already won it. Now, what I need you, what I, uh, what I want to do in and through you is that I want you to push whatever forward that I want pushed forward. When Jesus went to the Garden of Gethsemane, he says, I want you guys to pray, 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 pray while I go in here. Do you think that he needed their prayer, that he really had to have their prayer? in order to complete what he was doing? If he was, he was up a, 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 a creek without a paddle. Because he didn't get it. Do you understand? We get to do this. We get to do this. There was a, 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 a big meeting happening in Fresno. Okay? I'm sure a lot of people got born again. But now it's time to pray that the area is changed. Otherwise, it wasn't no revival. Are, are, are you understanding that? It was another meeting. The work don't begin then. The work begins, the work is before and after. The rest of it is just the party. That things that's done in there is the party. Because unless the region is changed, there was no revival. And how the region has changed is the people that are born from above were changed. They were revived until the cold, the killing. Now they are burning with the desire. They are burning with all of that mess that was going on in them. Now they become kingdom citizens. And if this don't happen, it was just another great need. Okay, I feel the gathers. I feel them on there. I feel them from here. But God didn't tell us. He didn't tell us to, to, to minister from our feelings. He said minister from the workers. Regions, nations, people. Okay. Beware that you don't forget that it's the Lord your God. 
are not keeping his commandments, his judgments, and his statutes that I'm commanding you today. My Lord, how many times is this word commanding being uh, brought forth in one chapter? Isn't it something? Okay. Otherwise, when you have eaten, because I fed you, and you're full, because I fed you, and have built house, uh, have built and occupied good houses that I gave you, okay, and when your herds, when your finances and, and uh, your bank accounts multiply, and your silver and your gold multiply, and all that you have multiplies, then your heart, whoa, 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 and it's not talking about your cardio. Okay? It is not talking about that part of your heart. It is talking about the myth, the soul, the mind, the uh, inclination, the content, the seat of appetite. See? The seat of appetite, the seat of your emotions and your passion. Your emotions and your passion. Stop reading ahead because he's stopping there. You know, see, that's what's called, we walk in disobedience. I, I, I asked the Lord, what is a working definition of obedience? And he gave an example of that yesterday with, with Prophet Andrew. Come up here, Siri. Okay. Here it is. Number one, he obeyed and came, right? talking to you and letting you know what's going to happen and you come here to the porch and I say, okay, we're going this way and then you say, okay, this is the right way. Now, what just happened? Disobedience happened. Disconnection. Because your heart was, I know better. So, obedience is saying, I walk in harmony for the purpose and the plan that you have given the house in which you have planted me for the kingdom's sake. If the house, if you, if you and I and you say, well, that's easy for you because you're one of the leaders. You're, no, 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 no. I have to follow the pattern. If I don't, all I do is follow the pattern. And if I don't follow the pattern, then what I'm doing, I'm, not, I'm in disobedience too. I have disaligned myself. Do you understand? So it's not about releasing something that I want to release. The lady that does, I forget the name of a TV thing, um, they have a TV network and, and whatever, and, and, and um, she wants to interview me for whatever it is to see about a program or whatever. And she gave me her card, she said, I should talk to the lady if it's okay, she gave me her card, and she gave a couple of other people their cards, and she said, text me. And I had to wait 
until I knew <laughs> yeah, texting was one thing, but <laughs> you know. <laughs> but but I had to wait before I could respond to that. Because every good thing and every open door is not his godly thing for us. See, I have to be cautious as to where I go because of you. You have to be cautious of where you go because of me. Your walking in righteousness and holiness is, 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 is important. Because if you, how many of you pray for me and get the pastor on thing? Okay. Well, I want to find out where the prayers are coming from. Are, are you hearing? It's important. It's important on where the prayers are coming from and what kind of heart it came from. Because many people pray out of their, uh, out of their mind. Oh, God, change Dr. Bishop. Because you know what? <laughs> Ain't none of y'all prayed that ever. <laughs> stop lying. Just stop lying. Okay? Yeah, she needs uh, uh, change. Change her messages. Please change them. You know, let her talk about something good. Yes. Okay. Listen at number 12. Otherwise. Otherwise. My God, otherwise, when you have the other wisdom will come. Other wisdom will come when you have eaten and you're full and you have built and occupied these good houses. Other wisdom will come. Because then you're going to think, and when, you, when all of these things are multiplied, then, 14, then your heart will become proud. And you'll forget the Lord your God is the one that brought you out of that mess in the first place. Okay? I'm going to get on over to... Are you ready? You, you got yours? Okay, come on. Because I know uh, uh, before I... Uh, uh, I want y'all to breathe on that. Hallelujah. While we were doing the welcome this morning, um, good morning, by the way. While we were doing the soaking this morning, and I'm, I'm, I had an opportunity where the Spirit of the Lord basically seemed like, you know, what do you want? And I found myself saying to him, the only thing I want is I want to love you on the capacity. I, I, I feel like I'm missing something here. And I want to love you the way you deserve to be loved. And wasn't doing it to get brownie points or any of that kind of stuff. You know, like, wow, can I come up with a really good question to say to God that, that would just show, you know, I'm a golden child or something like that. It wasn't like that. And so as the music is going, 
And I'm, I'm kind of just talking to her, and I was like, you know, I seriously don't want anything else because everything else is stuff. I don't care about that. I got lots of stuff, and I get more. But I want this stuff. And so then he asked me. I, I saw faces, people. And it's like, do you love them? Some of them are still here. Some of them are not. Yeah. And I could feel the tears coming. He says, well, that is loving them. Do you love this person? People that have odd against me may have. I don't know if they do or not. Yeah, I do. How about people that are doing these type of things, you know, treacherous type of things? Yes, I do. Anybody you want, you see that you want to perish? No, sir. No. Nobody. What about people that are outright, blah, blah, blah? Towards and I could feel myself making adjustments, you know, in my heart. Because what he said, and this is what you, you know, we didn't practice this. In the areas where there was a block, it's because of love by, because emotions got in the way of love. Emotions got in the way of spirit. Flesh got in the way of spirit. This is what is being said, that because it is spirit to spirit connection. It is talking, hearing God who is spirit, hearing his word which is spirit, speaking to us as spirit to live from spirit to change things in the earth. And so I could see where my emotions, this is where a lack of trust comes from. This is where, ah, oh, wow, because I'm feeling fiercely this or whatever your emotion, it can be positive, uh, upbeat or, or, or regardless. But the scripture that was just given, Romans 12, do not resonate with this world. Do not be in harmony with the vibration of this earth. The system in this earth. The way the world, well, you know, the world, what do you mean by the world? The established pattern of belief. The things that are socially acceptable, which changes all the time. The morality of the day, that anything goes, the acceptance of lawlessness as being the norm. Don't you dare resonate with that. Because your emotions get caught up. He really is saying, don't, don't express, <laughs> if you will, don't allow your opinion to take precedence over what I say. And I could see where, wow, that's not love. No, it's not. And I, I happened to watch yesterday when Pastor Baker and Prophet Andrew were doing that same walk that she just did with Denise the jury. And, and I thought, wow, it's that easy. And so it's like, okay, so I can just put my hand in yours. And this walk is great. And then we do come to these things. And I found that as, as I was talking to him, it's like, wow, when you take me near water, I have no fear. If I go by water to water by myself because I don't swim yet, then there's there have been nervous palpitations. And so I thought, well then, so what you're saying is go in spirit before you go in flesh. What do I mean by that? Great question. Because sometimes you learn it 
Can you explain it? No. <laughs> it's your own revelation. <laughs> but uh, here's basically what it is. I, I could see it so often because we lead with our thinking when we should be being led by the Spirit. Let me explain. I see something. I feel something, and I form an opinion about it without ever once conferring with the Spirit of God. And then I let him know how I feel. And he lets me know what he has already said. See the difference? Now, when I get to that, do I agree with what he said? Or do I have still have my opinion about it? what he said. And that's what determines whether I will obey him or walk away from him. And actually blame God for the problems that are going on. Because I don't need to take responsibility if he would just do it the way I say. How arrogant is that, right? Yeah, it happens all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I know what it feels to have that oops besides your head moment in your life. So, uh, they get further and further apart. So here in Deuteronomy 8, where he is saying, you, you notice something that he said. Remember he said that it's the verse three that the Lord your God led you all the way. Okay. Now, did you follow him? Sometimes. Or how did you follow him? Whoa. Okay. Here's another thing. Kicking and screaming, complaining and griping. They did that. You know, this is not, this is historical. This is how they did it. They 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 mumbled. They, they there was even a song back years ago called Seventh and March. Because you know if, if if there's anything to complain about, trust humans to find it. Right? If we wait thirty seconds, you don't even have to wait that long. You look at somebody, you'll find something. Three seconds. Three second rule. See. Five, four, five, six, two seconds, too many. Okay. <laughs> but we can change the rule. You know how come I know? Because that's the rule the world says, not the one God. And this is what he's saying to us is, is you don't keep vibrating, don't don't keep don't 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 stay with the, your emotions. Your emotions are wrong. But I, you know, and I can tell the argument wants to come through that, I said, your emotions are wrong. No, they're not. Yes, they are. If your emotions don't line up with what God says, your emotions are wrong. If you're in the kingdom. The way God said it. Yeah, the way God said it. In the kingdom. In the kingdom. Are you in the kingdom? Or are you a Christian? Are you religious? You're born again, you say, but you've got whatever you've got. Um, let me let me keep going because there's something else I, 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 want, I want to tell you that this lines up with it so beautifully. Okay, here they are. This is this whole trip. If you flip over and Apost uh, Apostle Terry actually mentioned the scripture yesterday, and I think I have everything on our more than enough ministries and a selling love. I think I put the, shared them all on there, so you should be able to find them. Um, she had read out of Deuteronomy 1 and the, how the Lord was saying that um, 
I want you, you, you to multiply a thousandfold, and that, that's really great. But here's what the verse got me in, in, chapter, in verse chapter 1, Deuteronomy. He said um, in verse 3, In the 40th year, in the 11th month, on the first day of the month, Moses spoke to the children of Israel according to all that the Lord had commanded him to them. After he had slain Zion, Zion, the king of the Amorites who lived in Heshbon, and Og, the king of Bashan, who lived at Ashtaroth and Edrith. Across the Jordan, in the land of Moab, Moses began to declare this law, okay, this law, verse 5, Deuteronomy 1, that the Lord our God spoke to us in Horeb. And what did he say? You have dwelt long enough at this mountain. You have been here for a very long time. You have been here for a very long time. Eleven days. Eleven days. Okay? Eleven days to, to, to start coming in to this land. Eleven days with two to go. And you halted at Kadesh Barnea, which some say it means desert. Some parts of that word doesn't. Another part of that word means holy place. You stopped at the holy place and you couldn't go any further. You had two days journey to get into that land. And you stopped. And that really hit me, hit me hard, because that's been my story. Oh, you'll listen up to a certain point. You'll get to the point of where, where everything you like and, and, and the symptoms or the, the signs and so forth, or this, this is thumbs up. But then you get to the place where holiness is required to cross over. that have psalmists, because uh, I've worn that one. My form of, my brand of deception that I call holy. You get to this place, he said here. He said, look, I can't carry you. God said, you, you, you've come to this place. This, this is really your decision point. This is it. You're either going to do this thing or you're not. And we're not going to keep playing this anymore. That's, that's what this is happening, what's happening here. Now, evidently, because we got a chapter 8, somebody decided they would cross over. But you notice Moses didn't go. Joshua took them in. Moses didn't go. See, because even as a leader, ah! you got to make the same decision. You don't, get to, you don't get to exempt yourself like, hey, just do what I say. And that should get me in. It doesn't work that way. Because, you know, the same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is on each of us. We're one body, but many parts. Same requirement for everybody. Aaron didn't get any. They, they died. Okay. So he said in verse 9, I spoke to you telling you I'm not able to bear you by myself in here. So we have a leadership team and so forth. And the Lord, you know, says these, these are the things. We sent out spies. We looked at the land. We saw. We assessed what, what was to be on the word of the Lord to go because I've given you the land. This is the part. God has already told you what he's given you. And you keep looking for things to hinder you from going in. Ah! 
You come to where holiness is required. Which is obedience. Which is obedience. And I guess decide it's too high a price. I don't want to walk with you this way. You know, it's, it's all these different things, right? My prayer is very simple. I prayed last night. I, I read this prayer. I was just in such a dissatisfied place, and I'm so grateful. It's been this big upheaval. Wednesday night we talked about the pain of change. And uh, the cost is worth it. It's worth it. Because, see, nothing else matters. All these feelings will keep you out of I didn't like it in the, in the time that it was out. Yeah, I, I, I don't care. And I think of an old TV show, and, and anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I prayed last night. I, I thought, wait a minute. And, and I'll just share this with you. Because we're talking about going into the land. He says, Does you get to eat when you get in there. And, and, and you're going to have so much. That when instead of loosening your belt and taking a nap, you get to remember it's the Lord your God that brought you in. And so you've got, you're in abundance, you're in more than enough. You have the share, you have all these things. And, and it's guaranteed to be because he said so. And that's what he was telling them. He would not tell them when you had eaten and are full if they weren't going to. He wouldn't tell them, remember me, if, they, if, if the riches weren't going to be there. This, this, this whole, from chapter 6, Chapter 8 in Deuteronomy is like building your faith and expectation that this thing is about, this is happening. This is not just talk. We've heard it for years and years since that word came on the board. This this is not that. This is, dude, this is time to possess. The key is about to be, this is all of these things, which for us, through Jesus, it did. But in even our the truth being seen, which is manifestation. In our day, he's, he's telling us that some of the delays that, that you have are so Old Testament, and you don't even need to be living there anymore. Why are you still trying to manifest OT? And I'm not talking over time, but it is over time. It's past time to, to continue in a pattern that is not yours to follow. You with me so far? Yeah. And so he's talking this, and I thought, wait, I don't know what happened. Something I don't recall, or possibly if it was you, uh, you and Apothecary together, or when, it, but something that zoomed through the computer or my TV, whatever, whatever probably using my phone, zoomed through and hit me. And I thought, well, my God, I did not see it.
because you can be one inch away from body weight shift when you eat. Just take one bite and it all blows up. I know that one. Okay. okay. But there's also the one where you're one, one, just one moment away from body weight shift. It's like a half of a pound. Of, you can't even, you could measure it, or, you know, on the scale, but you don't have to be. But your body knows, ah, this is who we are. And it just comes into, so you're, you're, you're that close to the, to the chest thing that the EFT manifesting in your account is one button away. And you open your mouth and say something. Something stupid. Or you get offended most times. You feel rejection. This is what mine was, you know. And you feel this, and you feel, feel, feel. You start following emotions when the Spirit of the Lord is what taught you to do that. You with me? Yeah. And I thought, well, what is this? Well, it's unfinished business, dear. What comes? It's something that you have never thought to get rid of because you've been okay with coexisting peacefully. Poverty. The spirit of it, the mind of it, the thought of it. Because that's the mindset of the world. Everything about the world is based upon lack and this, and, and I'm trying to get enough, trying to get this, trying, trying to get attention, trying to get this. Uh, everything they lack is scrambling and gnawing, and it feels like this endless, empty thing that pulls on your inside. You know what I'm talking about, where you've been desperate to get something, you're trying so hard, you're clawing, and you're drinking, you're drinking, you're eating, you're eating, you're indulging, you're indulging, it doesn't help, it doesn't answer, it doesn't fill it. I don't know how many of you have ever been on a binge of some kind, but it doesn't matter what kind, spending this, that, it doesn't satisfy. Why? Because of the system that it comes out of. It's designed to keep you ever searching, never being satisfied. That's poverty. Desperate, calling, all this stuff. And here you come on the brink of this thing that requires the greatest change you'll ever make, a total submission to somebody who is stronger than you, who will take care of all of these things, but all of the <coughs> reasons that you have, have, have thought you kept in abeyance, you kept it quiet until you got to the place where it was required to let it go, and you didn't even know you still had it. But today I'm here to tell you there's something greater on the other. It comes from moving from living in that desert to stepping into the holy one. And you can do it because the holy one abides on the inside. If he doesn't, then that's the first step. But it's a surrender. It says, this is where I get to start loving you the way you deserve instead of on my Jesus is obedient. 
Obedience is agreement. And we have, uh, Pastor talked about, listen to this. I'm just going to break this loose, and and, and then it's going to be for us to to pray and meditate on it for a few few minutes, and then we're going to receive communion, and then we're going to meditate and stuff. Because this is about action. The ecclesia is action. Understand this. Many of you may not have any gifts. Okay. And then you got, you know, a couple of dollars in the bank, a couple hundred thousand, you know, maybe a million, two million, whatever it is. But still a couple of dollars. Okay. Whatever it is, it really doesn't matter. Okay. And you count it down. Okay. I'm living in prosperity. I don't see anything in the Bible worth telling you to settle for prosperity. Right. It's called living in deception. Living in that place right there, see prosperity is, oh, I got all my needs met, and I'm able to help the people that I want to help. Okay? That's prosperity. I want you to listen to this. And then I'm going to break something forward for you. Because, see, until you start to live in the realm of obedience, living with your hands open, you'll never accomplish this. And so the king demanded. King demanded. I had someone to tell me. <coughs> From the moment that I started talking to him, and Elena can tell you, she was there doing some of it on the phone. Remember last week? On Monday, when I was getting ready for my program. Which I was getting ready to quit. (laughs) I was getting ready to quit the hopeful temperament unit. I already had my speech together for my team. <laughs> and um, so I was over trying to find different clothes to wear and cover my bosom and all that kind of stuff that I have to do. That I have to do in order to be able to do the program. Anyway, I was just over it. Was, anybody watching this know it. So I go down to Southern California to this lovely movie to film. And one of the apostles there said, Oh my God, I got to get your card. Okay. And he recognized me and stuff and he said, Okay, he's on his own. he's on his own. Okay, I'm gonna do it. And he said, I've gotta get more of this temperament stuff you're doing. <laughs> he said, You're a helpful temperament manual. He says they are so helpful to me in my life. <laughs> I 
kids too. I love my great granddaughter. My kids too. You know, it's always better the second, third time. You know, they they <laughs> you don't have as many memories. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I I I I, I love my my daughter Pastor Jean. I say that to come back in the room sometimes. <laughs> yeah. But I'm here to tell you, if I have to choose between her and obeying God, I have to take her to the grave. Can, can you see that? Because the word of God says that. Because uh, why am I willing to do that? Because I trust him. I trust him to be more faithful than I am. That makes sense what you're hearing. He is more faithful than I could ever be. He's faithful even when I'm not faithful. He's faithful because that's who he is. That's one of his names. Hallelujah. says when all of this came, when he passed along June went to 15 and, and all of that. But he says right here, uh, he was asking me, okay, when you didn't have that, okay, Diane don't mind me. Did I? Okay. <laughs> I mean, no, that, that not Diane, I said Diane. Yeah, like, oh, that I was asking. <laughs> Diane went to Zambia uh, uh, recently, and she received something um, from the Lord through her her father and stuff. And we walked through some things. We walked through some some understanding of why God had put an inheritance in her hand. See, you don't even understand. When you get something from God and you don't understand why it is, then you will misuse what it is that He gives you. Why are we talking about this? Because there's prosperity that's about to come into people's hands. Now, prosperity is not to have it. allows you to give, you know, to tithe, first fruits, to give, to uh, uh, give to others, to seize, to invest, to do that. That's what prosperity allows. Understand that. A prosperous person. It doesn't get you to where God wants us to be in the kingdom of God. Are you able to buy houses? Are you able to buy planes? Are you able to take the misery out of cities or groups of people? Okay? They're not able to do that. But it's still prosperity. You can take care of your needs and help meet other people's needs. Are you tracking with me? Way better if you're tracking with me. Okay. All right, that's prosperity. But that's not what God told us to do. 
for the kingdom of God. There's a difference. What we do for the kingdom, okay, in the kingdom, what we do through the kingdom, the kingdom of God is what first? Righteousness. Okay? What is righteousness? Righteousness is putting God's right order into everything. It's thy kingdom manifest on earth as it is manifested in heaven. Okay? Now, is that prosperity? No. Prosperity is enough and, and a little more over. It is a more than enough faith. But is, 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 would, would you, would you, he says, I desire that all of you prosper and be in health as your understanding prospers. Am I misquoting or is that correct? Okay. Are, are, are you, you want to release the word you have or you good? Come on. Because I see you look like somebody getting ready to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and you're right about that. <laughs> but you was going to hold it because you was going to say, am I supposed to release this word before I go to the bathroom? Or no, 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 no. I, I, I never question God or anything. You all have stuff going on, don't you? Yeah. Yeah. That's what we mean. You started today off with something that that um, that is bringing the word to me. First of all, I have to make the confession. Um, the word comes from that confession. Um, I spent ten years as an addict. Spent a couple of years living in the streets. Spent ten years coming out of that addiction. Um, and the I'm not going to hit you. No, I wish you would. I'm not going to hit you. I definitely need that. I always say I'm not going to hit you. And then all of a sudden, it's not me, but it's just that, you know. In that 10 years I was coming out of addiction, I spent those 10 years in a program that teaches you how to stay out of addiction. And during that 10 years, I was actually the Northern California uh, chairman of the board for that particular outfit. And it always confused me when becoming that, it always brought to mind that um, if they're going to cure you of addiction, why do you have to keep going to those meetings? Is that a fair question, right? And, and they teach you in the meetings that you always, for the rest of your life, have to go to this meeting. And I said, I don't believe in that. And here's where the Word of God comes into play. Because you're talking about these sheets of paper being your mind. And sure, there's a lot of stuff on there. Um, this is blue and black. But an addict is all red. The colors are all red. They're all negative. They're all bad thoughts. So in my recovery, after the recovery, I found out that God has a temperament for you. And that the mind is a very precious thing to God. Mm -hmm. And he talks about 
clearing the mind of all of these sad thoughts, all of these demon thoughts, all of these spirits that don't belong in your mind. He walks up to people that are deaf and dumb and, dumb and blind and he and heals them by getting rid of that spirit and that vermin of evil out of their bodies, out of their minds. He's talking about the mind. I will clear the mind for you. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to say later on in Matthew, he says, the mind is now clear of that and you've swept it clean and you've kept it clean, but you have not replaced it. You have not replaced that spirit that I drove out of you with something that's going to make you free. Well, I'm talking to every addict because they know what I'm talking about, but I imagine that we are all addicts in some degree. But the, the, the cure that God gives us is the scriptures that you bring in from Christ to replace the spirits that have moved out so that when they come back, they don't see an empty space. They see something that's occupied by Jesus Christ that they can never overwhelm, overcome, or replace ever again. When we're talking about, when, when Apostle Baker, when Pastor Lundin is talking about the revelation of Christ's word and the Bible coming into this, the Deuteronomy aspect of this is that, yes, Christ died so that you can be free, but accepting it is not all you have to do. You have to replace all of those other thoughts. I don't, I don't want to. I only talk about positive things. You are approved in Christ. You are well in Christ. You are manifest in Christ. You can do all things in Christ. In fact, you do all things in Christ. And that's what we want to be, is Christ-driven. So thank you for allowing me to share that. Many of you, whether you're on Facebook or in this room, have replaced, and I know what addiction is, been there and homeless and all of these things. So that's why you see my kid, my young son, all I've done again. <laughs> and just let me tell you what happened. When God cleans it out, Jesus cleans them out. There's two spirits vying. Spirit of darkness and the spirit of deception, which is religion. And that's the people that live in their spirit world. Religious spirit world. So 
and it's not the spirit of the fear of the Lord. And what happens is this. It's like a pathogen. It's like a path in the mind. And I taught about the fact, in fact, I'm teaching on this in that helpful temperament moment, that in each person's temperament, God sewed in. He, he knit it in. He said, how I knitted you. In your, in your, uh, before I formed you, I was knitting you. I knitted you in there. And what he did in your temperament and in your brain power. And scientists will find this out later. They will. Everything that he has spoken through me in this and given it to me, uh, they're right on the edge of it or you find it out a little bit later. But the thing of it is, is this. He has put in you everything that you need to be able to get through whatever situation, and most of it's fear. And where there is fear, there is not the spirit of the fear of the Lord because this fear has replaced this fear. And until we allow the spirit of the fear, because the fear that most people walk in, okay, is a fear of what will happen or what won't happen. So it is a false protection. I must protect myself, I must protect my goods, I must protect my family, I must protect my business, I must protect. Now I'm talking about, I'm not talking about, you have to understand, if you can follow me, this is where you got to ask God to have you move up to this level, okay, to move up to this dimension. Because I'm not going to try and deal with all this childish stuff that we know uh, I close my door, I protect uh, 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 my, my uh, granddaughter, we protect this place, you know. Uh, uh, you ain't coming in here blowing nobody up uh, uh, or, or whatever. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's on that natural level. I'm not talking about there. He wasn't talking about there. She wasn't talking about there. Are you getting this? Okay. But when you do not walk in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, what you do is you hold tight to you and what it is that you think you might have. Remember the Bible said this, that those that have and are, are free with it or, or giving will gain more. Those that hold on to what it is that they have, they're going to even lose what they think they have. Why is that? Why is it so important? Am I talking about money? I'm talking about money. I'm talking about family. I'm talking about relationships. I'm talking about all of it. Because where he is not king, he does not rule. You get into your religious thing, well, I was in the spirit of the Lord, sir. And he showed me this, and he told me this. Okay? Yeah. We just had somebody to, to let us know what the Spirit of the Lord told them. All battered stuff. All about to destroy them. Why is that? Because they stay in their mind and they only do what they want to do. We're going to get to this scripture and remember, we're going to continue this. This is not, I'm not trying to give it all to you at one time because you will overload and throw it up. Okay? But I am going to get to this one scripture that I've been... Okay. 
He says, I gave you what I gave you in your time of need. In other words, verse 16, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, okay? I didn't know where it was coming from, okay? Uh, that he might humble you. I gave you these millions that I could humble you. Not so I could pratify you. That's a new word. Frederick put it in my dictionary. But so that I could humble you. You know, Lord, uh, it, it's just like these clients that he's giving you, these people he's giving you. Lord, who am I? Who am I to be speaking at this conference? Who am I to do this? I mean, I called you and, 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 and just wept and, and, and said, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand this. How did he put me here? Why would he put me here? What do, do, do I have? I mean, mentoring people that have, as I call them, I mean, they're from Cornell, they're from uh, uh, Stanford, and all these other Neiman Marcus degrees. And, 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 and Neiman Marcus, Louis Vuitton, and, 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 and all of them purses, and all of those degrees. And mine are Kmart. Because they don't have the prestige that those have. But yet, these are people that are coming. And I'm saying, God, this makes no sense. God, what are you doing here? And I have to hide my closet because I'm, I'm, I'm walking in the fear of him. Don't let me. Don't let me. Mr. Forget you. Don't let me think that it's me that got me here. Don't let me mistreat anybody. Because of, because of this, don't let me look at anybody in any way that you're not looking at them. Don't let me see all of their faults. Don't do that. Allow me to see what you want me to see so I can speak it the way that you gave it to me to speak so that they can walk in what it is that they're to walk in for the kingdom of God. Everything I do, let it be for the kingdom of God's sake. If it's not about the kingdom, it's not worth doing. And I don't want a false kingdom. I don't want one of these kingdoms to say, oh, I live in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God. You got stuck in that record. And for y'all who don't know what records are, look online. Okay. He says this, that I might humble you, that you, that he, that God might prove, might prove you to do good for you in the end. If I didn't give you that, then you would walk in a, a state of poverty that, that, that you were walking in. Being able to do stuff, getting this, this, and, 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 and just, just being all of that, do you understand? But the humility that has happened in you is what he this is what it was about. It's the humility that has happened. It's recognizing God, this is all you. And he says this, listen to this. Otherwise, you will say in your heart, I got this. My family got this. My father got this. My mother got this. My, my children got this. I got this. My power and my wealth and my, and my might of my hands have gave me this wealth. So he's saying, I'm putting prosperity in your hand so that it would come to wealth. Okay? 
because this is his intention. But you must remember, okay, you must remember that it is, hold on, let me, let me get to, to this here. Um, here's what wealth is, okay? Wealth is the strength, the ability, the efficiency, uh, the force of an army. The force of an army. And, and what it's saying is, not only is it the strength, but it's the wisdom, it's the knowledge, it is the understanding of how to direct that army. Okay? Wealth is not just money, yet wealth is. Can I buy an army with money? Can I buy planes with money? Can I buy weapons with money? Can I buy all of it? This is why when we finish this, you're going to have an understanding of that, that uh, what it says in the book of Proverbs, that the wealth of the wicked one, the wealth of the wicked, okay, the guns, the, 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 uh, the, the property, the, the, the planes, the trains, the buses, the, the, all of these things that are being used for uh, uh, nefarious uh, 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 purposes, okay, I'm going to have it so that you, it's better than we think, that you, that it's being stored up for you, okay? Now, he's saying, but you must remember you see, and this is one of the things that is so, so powerful. Okay, you must not just call it to remembrance, but you must record it in your mind. See, that's a changing of the mind. You must record this in your mind. And you must play it over and over and over. Oh, my talent. I'm talented. There was this uh, little Filipino guy yesterday that was playing, and he reminded me of, uh, who's it? Tim Clement. I mean, the dude was, uh, <laughs> I mean, he was, he was, uh, 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 as he ministered, and as he was, as he was prophesying, and as he was going through, and as he was doing what it was that he was doing, and then the Lord showed me some things in him, and I was able to talk to him, and, and, and whatever, but, but here it is. I let him know, this talent ain't yours. My talent. My talent. Where'd you get it from? You know, one thing I said about Tiger Woods, Tiger Woods said uh, that his ability to play golf was a, was a gift. It was a, it was a talent that was given to him. See, it wasn't something that just because, and he honed it. He worked it. He did the work that was necessary. It's a gift. It's a talent. It's one of these things, a talent. What you do with that talent. And everything in the world is going to try and get you off your talent. It's going to try and have you look over here. I could give a rip less what's going over there. Remember in the Bible where, where uh, uh, when, when they, the apostles, when, when they took, uh, what's his name, and they started beating him, 
the blacksmiths and all of those things because uh, they said they started to beat it. And then what did the governor do? He just looked over and paid, and paid no attention to him. Because everything is going to try and, and, and make noise so that you don't do what you're supposed to do. And if you're so stupid and ignorant, I mean, if you're so, um, anyway, never mind. I'm not going to try and clean it up. <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? Okay, she said it's okay. She said it's okay, and Lenora said it's good. If, if, uh, if you act so stupid, that's it. And if you act like an idiot, and if you act like those things, now I'm not calling you that, but that's what you're acting like. And you're going to let somebody take away the talent that God put in you because he wanted to utilize it, and you're going to let somebody take you off focus. I can't do that. Okay? Now listen to this. This is the part that I've been getting to, and I'm here now. But you must, he didn't say you may, he says you must recall, you must, you must print this, you must put this in your head, you must do all of this. You must constantly be, be meditating on this, that you remember that it's the Lord your God who has given you the ability, yes, has given you the ability, I've given you the strength, I've given you the strength of angels. I've given you the my power. I have given you uh, the 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 uh, the soil. I've given you everything that was necessary. I've given you all things that pertain to life and godliness to be able to do what you want to do, what you're supposed to do. And if you don't do it, I'm okay with that. Ain't nobody gonna beg you and kick you behind and make you do it. Ain't happening. There's as 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 a a a a. a, a one of my mentors said, he says, in the cemetery, there are more gifts, there's more wealth in the cemetery than there is any other place. Miles Monroe tell, he, he tell me that. He said, uh, 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 BJ, where's all the wealth? First time I, I, I heard that, I said, I don't know. All I know it ain't in my pocket. <laughs> he said, it's in the cemetery. Because people got off guard, I mean, got off, off track. There's more of it in the cemetery. Why? Because they never changed their mind. They never changed. They never did Romans 12. Where you are. He wants people to seek you out. Oh, but this one person set me out. That ain't good enough. It's a constant. It's a flow. Because he wants to show how good he is. He says he gives you the ability to get wealth. Why? Here is the key. So that God can establish God's covenant. I don't see one thing in there where you and I do anything. It's God's covenant. It's God's wealth. It's God's wisdom. It's God's knowledge. It's God's understanding. It's God's insight. The earth is the Lord's, and everything and everybody in it belongs to him. It's him. And when are we going to put it on the altar and worship it? That's what this upcoming month is going to be. Hallelujah. 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 And we're going we're gonna to pray a while, and you're going to be able to meditate on this and get this in your spirit. And, and we think people may think this is a gimmick. 
But one of the things of it is, is this. If you just walk out that door, receive communion, and walk out that door, and the devil steals it, I'm not going to have that feeling either. See? Anytime for me to start pulling up your purse and your other kind of stuff and all of these things, because what it is is this. God, settle this in me. Settle this in me. Settle this in me. Settle this in me. That the earth is yours and everything in it belongs to you. I belong to you. The talents that are in me belong to you. Go ahead. The scripture I'm reading is Romans 8, 31 through 35. Now hear it in the, in the same light of what has already been read. Hear it from the Deuteronomy 8.18. It says, what shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? So here's Deuteronomy 8.18. Who shall bring a charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who shall bring a charge? Well, we may. Now, I want you to think about what we were talking about, this obstruction. Who is he who condemns? This is that mind. Christ died, and furthermore, is also risen, who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercession for us. Who, then, shall separate us from the love of Christ? Tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril or sore? As it is written, for your sake we are killed all day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Yet, verse 37, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. This is where the convincing and the determination is. This is that holy, moving from desert to holy, leaving behind. All of a sudden, you could go to Philippians and read it. I forget about the things. But this is where emotion has to give way to spirit, the spirit of the living God. I'm persuaded. That means I'm moved from my emotional thoughts and beliefs. I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other <laughs> created thing. That's what I'm Created thing. You get rid of or keep the choice. Offenses, angers, emotions that hinder you from hearing or seeing or doing or being. This is the plea that, that has been released to us, that the power to move, continue to move with him is in our choices. Free will. He won't make you do it. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing shall be able to separate me from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. It's a decision, a powerful decision, that once we make it, the devil and his friends can't take it. They're breaking. A really quick testimony. 
with all of this, that was, this is part of how my prayer time before I went to sleep. I couldn't breathe for a while last night. It was very difficult to, my, I felt like my oxygen was being taken as I was coming through because I said, oh, that, even that doesn't matter. And I started taking deeper breaths and deeper breaths. And as I started to pray and to, and to speak, it's like, I don't quite know. You know, I read some things and I read these scriptures and I did that. I said, you know what, it doesn't even matter. What I understand is that you're the, you're the, you're the camera. And as I started praying in the spirit, all of a sudden I noticed not only was my breathing better, it was even, it was paced, it was all those things. It was because the anxieties and the fear that had been with me for too long, my torment, my addiction, And I just decided, I heard my apostle say this last week, I'm just drawing the line. You can't come with me to this place. Hallelujah. I'm not going to take you with me. Else I won't. Hallelujah. 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 What we're going to do is we're going to receive communion, and you take communion back to your seat. And if you don't want to come up and be with everybody else or whatever, uh, pick it up from here. There are communion stations on the side that you can put communion at. I want everybody to feel, uh, and not to feel, I want everybody to be um, 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 come on, work. Huh? No, I still don't want nobody to feel comfortable. Um, uh, I, I, want, I want everybody to be able to do it at, at their belief area, and it doesn't matter to me. I mean, you're not judged if you go there rather than coming up and, and, and receiving communion from here. Uh, Non-alcoholic wine is on that little table over there. The other one is uh, grape juice. And um, the, the bread is in the cup, and just take it. We're going to put some music on, please. And then we're going to pray for some people. I'm going to start to pray. My, I got this, this text from um, uh, Ariana her uh, son, um, Akbar, he was to have surgery. And then, um, uh, anyway, we have, we have spoken for his liver to come alive, his liver to come alive, his liver to come alive, so that uh, 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 he could. Oh, 
my God, do you realize that we can be so religious in a place that we think we are so righteous and so right? None of you have been there. I have. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. And it's like all of that bondage had to be stripped out of me. And I had to come to nothing. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, God. Just as you were stripped. in the sight of those that were doing it so that you could become everything. Oh, Father, we thank you that you have kept us hidden. And I pray for all of those that you have planted in a time who love and know that we have I pray that we walk in one mind and one spirit the mind of Messiah, and the spirit of the spirit of the Lord. Oh God, oh God, oh God. And as we bring this forth, as we bring forth the spirit of the spirit of the Lord, and it's a realm of obedience, the way you see obedience, not the way we see obedience, but that we will not try and bring our emotional, our flesh, understanding of anything in your word. We repent for that, Lord. All the times that we try to bring our own understanding into what it is that you have said. Because what you said was too sharp. Oh, God. And I'm not trying to protect me, but I trust you in your you are good and great. And as I receive this bread, take the healing to manifest in my mind, in my will, in my emotions, in every aspect. As never before. That the word, the Logos, the word becomes a rhema. Submitted to your to your vision, to the vision of this house for the kingdom. That as the apostle walks in the kingship and the government, that as the, the prophet tells the time that we're in, that the evangelist goes into all the world. has a heart for the world. That the teacher and what the evangelist has won, what the evangelist has done, cannot leave it until they've turned it over to the pastors that can give the word, that can shepherd the way that you want to be shepherded. And if teachers can bring forth the word and explain what's going on so that People have that apostolic understanding that this is not just the same, but it's the doctrine of the kingdom of God. 
for the culture of the kingdom of And we will never settle, never settle for prosperity. The wealth is, I don't think about anything. Everything I get, I can give it. Because my kids, my grandkids, great-grandkids, everybody is taken care of. And if you tell me to give billions and billions and everything that you put through my hands, I can do it because I've gone through prosperity. Now I'm in true wealth because it all belongs to the kingdom. Even in the natural sense that you had Warren Buffett to show forth what wealth was when he gave all of those millions or whatever it was into Bill Gates's hands. You showed the difference between prosperity and wealth. This is what you want for your kingdom. This is what you want so that we can do the things that need to be done. So that the planes and the trains and the buses and, and, and all modes of transportation can service you, can service your glory, kingdom. Glory, glory. Oh God, let the church, let the church, let the church quit squabbling over this Lord, ketotize that spread, please. Lord, I thank you. Don't send for yourself. Don't take no extra clothes. Don't take nothing. And when he came back, he said, did you want for anything? No, sir. You took care of it all. You healed and delivered the kingdom of God is mine. Let the king take care of you. When the ambassadors try to take care of themselves, they move out of the kingdom. Oh God, oh God, let me never go there again. Never, never, ever. As often as I do this, I'll remember that I am a kingdom citizen. Never offended.
the Christmas eggs in the jar. Oh, I had these for eight seconds. The healing power of Almighty God was released in that place today. Receive your healing. Receive your deliverance. Receive it, whatever it is. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it in your mind. If you have things that's going on in your mind that you have not been able to deal with, then put your hands, just put your hands on your head. Just allow your head, just allow him to do what it is that he wants. And he will change thoughts. Don't let your pride and that stupid arrogance get to you. Oh, I don't need anything because he's perfect. Father, I thank you and I praise you. That we're in agreement with every person that has any malady in their body, in their mind, in their emotions, in any area of their life. I thank you. I thank you. And I praise you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Whatever it is that he tells you to do, uh, 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 you can take your cups to the side or up here. There's places. And, and I have to go. I have to call these people up. I, I got this happening. Huh? Oh, people on here, I thank you so much for joining us. We just love you. And we remember, yes, great. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you. And please, please, please. Uh, uh, Email us um, at www.astoundinglove.org. Uh, yes, www.astoundinglove.org. If you want to give into the ministry, you can do that on the website. Just push give. You can do it by cell, all these different things and whatever. And we pray that, well, I'm not going to even say that. I pray that you got something out of it because if you're still on there, evidently you did. So uh, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah, hallelujah, hallelujah.